coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we begin by discussing what working in the office would be like without headphones. Terrible. And we talk about what we could buy in 15-gallon drums. Then we get into the week's tech news, including why we might pick up the new mini SNES, why we don't need a private Instagram, and the terrifying future of Amazon's drone hives. Stick around. Don't Panic starts now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 167, recorded June 26th, 2017. The Drone Tower of Babel. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the show where I forget how to do the intro I've done 166 times. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by two guys who are just big fans of Rhode Island. It's Colby and Dan. What's going on, guys? What's, what's, the, uh, what's the good word? Uh, eh, Jesus Christ, your pumpkin. Lord and Savior. Oh. That's the good one. No. Uh, what's uh, what's uh, what's down. going on? I have successfully booted the iOS 11 beta on my iPad. All right. They changed so, the login screen again. They changed Why? the login screen. So that's the first thing I can report. Update completed. Are you going to go toggle some settings? Yo, yeah. You're not going to really hear from me for the rest of the episode. So <laughs> it was really nice being on here. Uh, We're just gonna get the oh occasional. Oh The keyboard has changed. The at symbol's in a different place. Oh no! My password has an at symbol in it. Damn! This is wow. All right. While Dan is figuring that out, thanks everybody for joining us on this. Uh, don't panic. The show that talks tech for you, the folks at home. A uh, couple quick things. We're live right now on our Facebook page at facebook.com/slash Don't Panic Show. If you're watching. That's a good thing. Uh, you should let us know. Comment on the Facebook page. We'll be watching. I'll show you. You can also call into our phone number at 508-644-8324. I also want to give a quick shout out. We've been um, doing some light advertising on Overcast. We've got 50 new subscribers, guys. Can you believe it? Well, I can't believe it. It's almost too good to be true. Well, Dan, it is true, and I want to personally uh, <laughs> welcome all 50 of you to the program. If this is the first time yeah, you're listening, yeah. I apologize. But please don't turn it off. Keep listening. Uh, we got a lot of fun <laughs> planned for tonight. Some banter, some tech news, and uh, Dan's iPad, which hopefully will keep working. So um, stick around for all that. Gentlemen, uh, Dan, you were not here last week. We missed you. Indeed. But you're back. I, I had to talk so much. He felt really, so he much. was so uncomfortable. <laughs> he's such a, he's such a uh, uh, you're Dan's muted, muted, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, one week I'm out of practice. I said it's tough when you're only two people. Uh, but I uh, I managed to survive the West Virginia mountains, make it back to civilization despite the torrential downpours that uh, delayed my arrival in New York by almost twelve hours. Oh God! Uh, yeah, it's fun. It was fun. I got a, a nice tour of the uh, Charleston, uh, Charlottesville, uh, and. Uh, Dayton airports before I finally made it into Newark and then oh. took a cab to Newark. Wow. My apartment. I know. Wow. You don't have any other choices at four in the morning. Uh, <laughs> not from Newark. Well, at so, least you're going to see a lot I of. The... Slept, I could have slept on the street. I considered it. It's like, well, you know, the subway opens in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a nap, really. Right, yeah. Yeah. Then, then you could say you've done it. You slept on yeah. the street and you were. It had even stopped raining at that point. So everything, as Sean would say, everything was turning up gangbusters for Dan. Everything, everything was turning up Dan Miller. Uh, <laughs> that's fan. You got to see so many beautiful sides of our nation. That's fantastic, Dan. While we're I did. 
I'm glad you're back. It was it was quite the experience. Uh, I haven't been somewhere with no cell phone service in a long time, but I didn't have cell phone service for a couple days, and it was glorious, actually. Highly well, recommend. You always do wonder when they say ninety nine. You know, we cover ninety nine percent of Americans. Well, there is one percent who's not covered. And that, that's mm. a, a lot of the Appalachia up there in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. It's crazy. Well, that's excellent. Colby, anything new with you, champ? Uh, since last week. I feel like something happened, like, right after the podcast, but I don't remember what it was. Well, while you're thinking, I will say I started a new job last week. Which you told oh, That was probably the thing. I know. It was very exciting. I, I am now shilling commercial roofing products. Um, if anyone <laughs> needs any fasteners or induction welding machines or, you know, mm. anything, you let me know. I'll get you the hookup. Um, but what's interesting, I am in a uh, cube farm with a bunch of other folks um, who are loud. I'm right next to customer service, who is very loud, um, which is fine. I'm a very tolerant guy. But get this, there is a no headphones policy. Oh, no. In, in 2017. How, how does that work? That's what like, I said. Wait, you can't, like, you can't have headphones on? No Nobody one can have can. headphones on? No headphones, no earbuds. How do you listen to podcasts when you... <laughs> That's, well, I hate to break it to you. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what you need to do, Sean? You remember that episode of The Office where Jim got the world's smallest Bluetooth headphones to talk to Pam? That's what you need. Well, what I think, because the good news is I already have the AirPods, so I just need to grow out my hair long enough. Because mm. they don't go that far, you know, just, you know, just... You can, you can only wear, you could just wear one, too, so you could, like, have one ear uncovered. It'll look like your, your headphones. But just snip off the bottom part of the... Uh, AirPods. Yeah. Uh, that's like fair for Yeah. I could get like big earmuffs, be like, the AC is really cold in here, guys. Or or paint the AirPods skin toned. Oh, like, like those, uh, the fancy mics that actors use, like Broadway mm, actors. Yeah. That's or just get one of those. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. No, you need to. Sorry. Sorry. I got confused. <laughs> and then walk into every room like you're making a big stage entrance. <laughs> My name is Sean. <laughs> digital marketing uh no so the um and and by the way if anyone is actually wondering it is a safety thing because my office is literally shares a wall with a roofing fastener or a screw uh manufacturing plant which is incredibly loud and dangerous um and so even just to like walk through the door that connects them you have to put in earplugs and safety glasses so Do do you have uh morning safety tips at this place also oh what, yeah what were those things called? oh yeah this place is even more because really my office in houston was just an office this place actually is dangerous <laughs> like they actually, <laughs> they actually get like long rolls of steel cable and cut and make them into roofing screws Do in the in the building pay? well i don't because i sit at a marketing desk. hazard pay i know I, I don't not being able to listen to other people talk while you're working, that's that's a hazardous environment. You're doing real damage to yourself every day. You're putting your life on the line, sitting in that nice chair in front of that My really nice computer that you have. Yeah. <laughs> this guy gets it. Yeah. Dan gets it, man. It, it's, not, it's not a cakewalk. 
No. People got to understand. Yeah. I, 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 I was talking with the, uh, the plant foreman the other day, and I would say, look, bud, we're in the same shoes here. You and I. Working, right. working hard, putting in our time, doing our shift, man. Let me tell you about Twitter trolls. Did you tell them about those? Oh, the, we'll talk about hazard pay. Boy, did actually, actually though, no, seriously though, <laughs> not joking. I actually do talk with the like the Packers and the people who actually are, and I like they're like, what you know, like what do you do? Oh, I'm a Packer. I put screws into buckets all day. Like that's my uh, I job. Thought you're is. talking about the football team. And then no, 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 like they actually pack them into the buckets, and then they turn to me and they're like, what do you do? I'm like digital marketing, and they're like, that's a job. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you get that? Like, what do you do all day? And I'm like, social media. And they're like, do you need like a? Co- I kid you not. I was asked once. I'm like, do you need a college degree for that? I'm like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so technically, no, <laughs> no, really, any schmuck can do it, but I do it. So anyway, that's the hazardous situation I find myself in. So I gotta. So now I just have to listen to customer service complain out loud. Sean, is is there an OMG roofing products Twitter I can follow or something? Oh boy, is there? I'm in charge of it, uh, but oh I don't God, know what I'm it is off the top of my head. Oh, so no, Sean, because how do you not know what it is? No, it's one of two things because the freaking company they did this before I got there. They have different handles on different networks because they didn't get them all at the same time. So mm. on Twitter, it's OMG Roof Products. I shouldn't really say the name of the company on the show. <laughs> like, look at this. Our most That's recent cool. tweet. We'll bleep that part out in post. We'll, we'll, we'll hide it. Is... Except for the three people watching live. <laughs> no, um, our most recent tweet. The industry's most popular insulation adhesive, Dan, now available in 15-gallon drums. Ooh. Oh, wow. This is my life. That's wow. so much. I don't know if I've ever seen 15 gallons of anything. Oh, uh, Colby, we sell it in 30 gallon. 15 gallon is the new thing. We oh, want, they oh, wanted us. Sm- it's no. new that it's smaller. No, no, these yeah. are these are portable <laughs> drums, unlike the giant industrial drums you can buy it in. I have a question. Yeah. How much? I, I'm curious. What? How much does this cost in comparison to 15 gallon drums of other things? Like, in terms of. Uh, scorpion poison uh printer ink yeah printer ink is i know one of the most expensive if you like buy it by the gallons one of the most expensive things you can buy um yeah. no i didn't serious milk like look damn how does, it, how does it compare to 15 gallons of milk we're competitive in the industry you know <laughs> i mean i'm just i'm just saying our, our values are fair we've got innovative products all right we're a, we're a leader in the we're not like the schmucks over at Truefast, all right? We're we're out there <laughs> hustling. All right? That's right. Okay. I'm I'm on board. Where do I sign? I I would love I've got nothing some, more. I've got some stuff to adhere to, to other send you stuff. 15 and the best part is Dan, it's a two part so we send you two drums and then you put them oh. together to make the adhesive work. So you actually get oh, so you get you get 30 cooler. gallons for your money. It's 15 gallons per drum and you get two. Oh, that's great. It pays for itself. Yeah, because really what I'm after in my life is just more quantities of liquid. And I'm not much concerned about what that liquid is necessarily. <laughs> you just want more. Yeah, I just feel like I need more. Oh, my God. That's like the best episode of Hoarders ever. It's the American dream. Yeah, liquids. I got to have liquids. <laughs> no solids. I'm going to live in my swimming pool. Was yeah. that show like weird, weird addictions or my something? My strange addiction. My strange addiction. Like, like the woman I'm... who sniffed gasoline. That's what I was thinking oh. of. <laughs> that show. Did you ever see that, Dan? 
No, I oh don't my I God. watch any of these it shows. Was, it was it was in that span of TLC just doing like disgusting shows, and they had like the woman who ate couch cushions, and the Great. woman who ate her husband's ashes. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, she was great, God. and then she was so worried because she's like, "It will eventually run out. What do I do when I've eaten <laughs> all his ashes?" Dude, that show was whack. Those people, the woman who ate rocks. It's mostly just people <laughs> eating things. That was most of it. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I don't watch enough garbage television anymore. The one who ate hair. Oh man, I think it's on Netflix. You should go not watch that for sure. Oh god. Save yourself. You've uh, gone too deep, as we tend to do. <laughs> um, but anyway, I've ranted and raved enough about the terrible working conditions at my new company. Although they did give me a pair a, a pair of tickets to go see the Red Sox, so who am I to complain? Jeez. Oh. IMAX, Red Sox tickets. I mean, it was like the best first week of a job ever. It can only go downhill. <laughs> I Dan, I mean, they've given me three. No, no. Like, I was always jealous. I'm not going to lie. Look, confession time. I was always jealous of the free shirts you guys got at your work. <laughs> you always had free t-shirts. And I'm like, I want three. I've gotten three free shirts in one week at my new job. It's amazing. And they're fucking oh, wow. they're embroidered. Like real shit. None of this screen print <laughs> bullshit. OMG roofing products. I got a red polo and everything, man. Oh man. This is it, it's I don't un- know what I've been doing in this in the software business. Man, this life is turning around. Now. It's great. Now when do you get the socks? The so- that's a good question. That that'll be our Twitter giveaway, Dan. Ooh. We give away socks. Why don't you go ahead and adhere something to your feet with these new socks? Hey, wow, Dan, you could do what you want my job. (laughs) Anyone could do it. Um, (laughs) But anyhow, um, that's good. This is good stuff. Anything, uh, anything else, guys, going on? uh, Worth going back and forth about before we get into the news of the week? Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any technology stuff that happened in my life. Oh, Uh, I do. I do have to say... And I was going to ask you guys, so I got the 5K iMac on my desk. It's fantastic. Yeah. I surprisingly love the Magic Mouse. Mm-hmm. Like, I use the gestures on top of it all the time. And, like, yeah. I did not realize how great that was. Mm. So, I, however, I don't like having to plug the fucking lightning cable into the bottom of it, which is, like, a yeah. terrible mm. experience. Yeah. That's a weird one. <laughs> I feel like they did that. Well, this is definitely not my idea, but I heard someone say once that they probably did that so you couldn't leave the the plug plugged in. Like, Mm. you couldn't have a wired mouse. Seems like a very Apple thing to do. I like that idea. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, What I noticed, so at my last job, I had one of those mice, and it it charges very quickly. So you can, like, you can get up, go to the bathroom, and come back and probably use it for the rest of the day. The battery lasts a long time, too. Yeah. So it's pretty good. No, but I, I was I was going to ask you guys: are there are there any Mac? Because I'm really I'm a first time Mac user. Let's be honest. So are there like yeah. any Mac tips or tricks or pieces of software? What would you recommend to the new Mac mm-hmm. user? Uh, but keep in mind, I, I, I can't do anything cool because everything's locked down by the system administrator. Then what are you even asking us for? To, to make the show interesting, Dan. Oh. People are <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, so <laughs> I know, Dan. It often I, seems like nobody's listening, and that's because they're not. My, but my fa- my favorite thing to do is turn the key repeat as up as high as it goes. I 
Now, what is and that? I say that non non jokingly. Like when you hold down a key on the keyboard, it like repeats faster. Like, you can, and it uh, takes you, less. You can time. turn that up and down. Yeah, that's a setting in the keyboard settings. It's it's I turn up the the repeat and also the like delay before repeat. Turn them all the way up, which cripples me on other people's computers because I'm always holding stuff down. And it's like, why is it so slow? <laughs> like faster to just press it a bunch of times. I'm, I'm going to do that I, and tell my boss, just think of the productivity gains from that alone. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Hot Corners, uh, which is a setting somewhere, I think maybe like the screensaver area, where you can set different things to happen when you put your mouse in one of the corners. So when I like walk away from my computer, I just flick my mouse in the upper right-hand corner and everything locks. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. that I've, I've seen a lot of people be very impressed by that. Uh, <laughs> I don't use those because I accidentally do it too much. And some I do it accidentally some rarely though because I'm uh, the upper right seems like the safest because mm-hmm. before it just used to be the thing you click on to use spot uh, spotlight search which I would never do because there's a keyboard shortcut for it. But now there's Siri in the notification center. So, but I don't really use a notification center either. So my mouse doesn't go up into the upper right hand corner that often. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think we've picked a couple of Mac things on the show in the past. I guess if you can't install them, though, not really. They're worth bringing no. up again. No, but the, hey, those are those are good. Those are good tips. I think there's yeah, there's probably a bunch of Spotlight Search stuff you could configure. Uh, so pressing like Command Space and using that as like your com- like little personal command line for launching things, I enjoy a lot. Does, do, do Max still come with the chess app? <laughs> I have to yes. imagine they've disabled it. I hope they did. No, uh, it's it's there for me. Oh man, I'm play a game right now while we uh, no, please do don't. The show. Oh boy, it's do hard. It. It's too hard. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at chess. <laughs> Colby, we built a chess AI. Yeah, that, that has nothing to do with anything. Doesn't make me good at it. It just well, not our AI wasn't very good at it either. No, but it could beat us, which I don't that, know. If that's that's it. true. That's true. And hey, our AI was the second best in the class. So yeah, that's true. And we wrote it in Ruby. Ruby. That's, that's still one of my my proudest programming accomplishments. Though. <laughs> we worked really hard on that. Yeah, it's been it's yeah. several all nighters. <laughs> yeah. That was a three or four all-nighter level of effort there. Yeah. Uh, what do you what do you quantify that in like uh, millimonsters? Like how many millimonsters did you have to consume to get this uh, <laughs> get this project done? Yeah. That was a couple oh. thousand millimonsters. I feel like that was probably the time I was drinking those Starbucks energy drinks. Mm. Yeah. They gave me like heart palpitations. <laughs> That's how you know it's working. <laughs> I remember drinking one and like I was sitting in the library doing work and I like all of a sudden felt like I had the spins like I had been I had had too much to drink and I was laying in bed. But like I hadn't I hadn't I was just sitting in the library. (laughs) Uh, That was weird. Yeah. When your heart is being arrhythmically, that's when you know you're doing things right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's just your heart. So full of energy. Ready to go. (laughs) Jumping out of your chest. Literally. So, so do we have uh, any actual topics to discuss tonight? Yes, we do, Dan. Perfect segue. Thank you. Into the tech news. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So we've got a rundown here. We've got a lot to talk about. we got the mini SNES. 
We've got private Instagram, the drone right, towers, VR 180, Periscope Superhearts. Uh, Colby, did you want to talk about iOS 11? Or did you do, you posted that article in Slack I'm earlier? It. I feel okay. like it just confirmed my, like, I saw the keynote and was like, wow, this looks amazing. I'm so yeah. excited for it. And then there's this post on TechCrunch that's like, wow, iOS 11 is amazing. I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Uh, so it just it just confirmed my suspicion. There are two things I was reading about it. Well, uh, after I read that article a bit more, two things that I missed in the keynote that I was especially excited about: uh, cloud providers in the Files app. I think they did mention this, but I I didn't. It didn't register. You can just sign up for Google Drive and OneDrive and Dropbox. Have them all in your Files app, and like they're just files. They could live there. They could live somewhere else. So uh, like. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, second thing that the did you see this document scanner? They didn't show it at the keynote. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, they did. did they? In, the, in the notes they app. Did? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, I've done that so many times. I've used my phone to take a picture of like some stupid thing I'm supposed to sign mm. an email to someone, and it's always like kind of bad, and you gotta get the lighting just right. And so this was really impressive. Uh, I mean, I've used other apps for that, but I feel like. Apple's is I paid like better. six bucks for an app to do that. So <laughs> the fact that they're throwing it in. But did it was it able to take it in at an angle? The oh app yeah. That you bought? And now really? that was that was years oh, ago. They're now that. free. They're scannable. Uh, Microsoft Microsoft Lens. There are a couple apps that do it now um, that are free. Mm. Uh, back then there weren't any that were free. Mm. But it's Anyways, a that's great thing. Cool. To I now have it installed on my iPad. The dock thing works. That's about as far as I've gotten. Cool. Uh, yeah, cool. I'm uh, I'm down on ever overhype of iOS 11. <laughs> I'm 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 playing the devil, his and his advocate on this one. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not buying it, and I don't. I, I'm a I'm I I think I'm I need to pick a side in this battle, and I'm gonna land on the side of uh, your iPad isn't a laptop, so stop trying to make it one. Ooh, there you go. Now I now I here's. Here's something, having been worked on like product technology for the past year, there was one insight I made about where technology is going from a consumer perspective, and that is more interactivity. If you look at AR and VR and everything that's going on right now, it's all headed towards more interactivity. Uh, so I think that being able to, like, computers are going to become more iOS 11-like in the future. And I don't know if that's going to be a touch pane on glass or a, an AR sort of thing or a VR sort of thing, but it's going to be more like that than it is today, 10 years from now. I like what Apple's doing. I'm excited for them. I think they should have done this stuff on iPad years ago. But it is not a laptop killer. Stop saying that, Internet. Like, that's... I ju- that is the part I don't buy. Laptops have never it, been better. No, it's true. Laptops have never been better. But uh, I think that more and more people, over as time goes on, people will expect the interactivity. They'll expect to be able to use your computer like you're playing a game and drop things around and get like this real, almost tactile feedback. And... and that's not a laptop. It's not a thing with a keyboard and a screen coming up at a perpendicular angle. And, and again, 
It could be a pane of glass. It could be AR, VR. But the future is not laptops. And those things will kill laptops. No. That's, no. Yeah. Come on. That's baloney. No, Absolutely. that's baloney. Look, please. Come on. They were saying Put desktops were dead a decade ago. And they, they are. And, you were just talking about buying one like a month ago, Dan. I know, but I'm such a nerd. I want like as much horsepower as humanly possible. But that's... Most people don't care about that. They just want to do things that you can do on computers. But here's my point. iPad, great. iOS 11, great. Together, even better, right? Use it for more things yeah. than you used to. Some people will only use an iPad. That's cool, too. It's not a laptop killer. That's my only point. I just don't buy that. And don't, and it just bugs me when they're like. It's not a laptop killer insofar as you're right. It won't replace the, all the capabilities. It will not fulfill all the capabilities of a laptop. I admit. But just like laptops will never be able to fulfill all the capabilities of a desktop, laptops yes. kill desktops. No. And. Look at the sales numbers. No, they didn't. I went and bought a desktop, and I haven't numbers. used a laptop in two Eagle years. Eagle and Colby were not the right people. No, but... talked to a, a, a person who works in, like, uh, you know, just does stuff with computers. Maybe their job has, to has like, a, they have a desk job. Maybe they just need a computer at home because everyone needs a computer. They're not buying desktops. They're buying, like, these $300 Windows but, laptops. But... My, my mother has been exclusively using an iPad for like seven years. So I yeah. get it. People are going to move in that direction. The term laptop killer indicates you are killing, ending the life of the laptop. I just get annoyed at this idea like uh, Apple okay. did it. They solved it. No more laptops. The iPad is it. And it's like, no, iPad is better than it was before. But it's still not a great experience for things you need a laptop to do. I know I'm nitpicking, uh, but it just, I yeah. read uh, these gushing iOS 11 reviews, and I've read a couple of them, including the one uh, you posted, Colby, where it's like, oh my God, finally, everything we've ever asked for in an iPad. What's <laughs> this? Two apps on the screen at the same time? Whoa! A file directory? Stop the presses. Like, <laughs> no, look, again, good for Apple, good for iPad, but it's just, it's just a better iPad. It's not a laptop. So don't act like it's one. <laughs> Do you think that was their plan the whole lot, the the whole time? It's like, well, first version of the iPad, like what we're going to do is not have a files app and we're not going to have a files app for like eight years. And then we'll have a files app and like reinvent it. It'll be exactly the same, no, but like we'll, we'll reinvent think, no, it. The, we'll... It's the opposite. And that's the exact right thing to do. The reason they didn't have apps when they launched, they had web apps, remember web apps, um, and that was that was because they thought that's what people wanted, and they were kind of right in a way. We wanted simpler devices that you build up rather than complicated devices you break down. So I don't have a problem with them eventually adding it. I think they waited too long, and I'm glad they eventually did. But I think honestly, that's to their success is that they started simple with these devices. Yeah, I, I, in my I've learned how to build technology for a couple of years, and something I've come to understand is you. When you're building a solution for other people in mass, you don't want to. You have to see it done a couple times before you can really understand the right way to do it. Before you can really like, 
I think they Apple probably had to try to build the Files app three or four times over the course of eight years with different hardware and different capabilities before it finally was like, oh, okay, this is how it's supposed to work with multi-touch. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's obvious. Like they could have built a Files app from day one; it just would have sucked, uh, and then no one would have used Files. And they're like, oh, don't don't use Files on your iPad; it's terrible. And like, it's 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 really harmful to get those things wrong on the first try. That's true. Anyway, I'm just whining, but that that's the one thing. Yeah. I think it's great. Think I'm excited. I predict, I predict 10. Hmm. I predict that. Hmm. Well, never mind. I've already won. More phones, <laughs> more phones and tablets are sold than laptops already. Like, but, but that's game over. But that's my point. I don't care if there's more. They still sell plenty of laptops and desktops. Yeah. This is what they said about Mac back in the 90s. Oh, wi- Windows is dominating the market. Win- Windows 95 and 90. Technologies, 90- though, not paradigms. That's different. Well, I would still make touch is just one form of input. Yes, I agree. I don't think that touch is the end game but i think that interactivity is the end game the keyboard and mouse is very distant and non-interactive on the grant compared to what you can do on an ipad and a phone for some things i i mean what what does it make more sense for this is what I, i keep getting back to like if you're just writing a shitload of text yeah get a keyboard but if you're like telling a computer to move things around uh, you can do that better with your hand. If you're drawing, you can do that better on a screen that was like designed to have touch inputs. There, there aren't that. But to write, oh, writing a book, yeah, get a keyboard. You can also attach a keyboard to an iPad, though. But yeah, so maybe get a laptop. But for like most other things, you're telling a computer like, hey, save this file and like maybe fill out these things and put them over here, or I'm gonna build this presentation. Uh, I'm going to browse the internet. I'm going to read it and respond to emails. I don't know. But I, I imagine, like, what email is the end game either? What does the communication mechanism look like when computers are more interactive? Maybe there is no email, and it's all, like, voice clips or, like, video calls become more popular or the Facebook AR meeting thing, like, whatever it is. Uh, I don't think... I think email will still be around in 10 years, but it, it won't be the anywhere near as popular as it is today. And I think emails already sort of died. Can, Agreed. Like, text messages killed it. Facebook Messenger Snapchat killed it. Snapchat killed it. You're totally right. Yeah. Absolutely agree with you. But it'll still okay. be there. That's my that's my only... That's Nothing is dead. We haven't killed anything yet. You're right. No, you never kill anything. I think you obviate things. Mm. Like, a laptop is will no longer be necessary. Just like a desktop isn't necessary. It used to be you needed to get a desktop. Well, how, how so many people? Expensive. How many people are using you know uh, command line interfaces to interact with their computers? Okay, uh, yeah, well, but, all right. But I, but I, I wish there was a better way, <laughs> and I, I dream of a better way. Oh, dream big, Dan. I do. I dream, dream of a day. <laughs> dream Man, on. Halfway. I'll, I'll do my Anne Hathaway uh, spoof about command lines. That'll be my next hit record. I would I would literally pay money to see you do that on stage. There we go. Like cash, my Broadway off what? off off Broadway. 
So I was trying to think of a, a computer thing that has been killed entirely. Like, not the command line, because it still exists. Not... But, but I think... Okay. We're, we're getting command, off topic. The command line might as well not exist. That's true. For most people. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's not... Truly killed? Clippy? But and then again, those things are coming back now. Cortana really is a version of Clippy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Clippy <laughs> was the OG OG series. But, but again, speaking my, of things the, the, that are dead, unless you have something you want to say, Sean. No, the only, I just to put a pin in this and just to put a bow on it and wrap it up. My only point is, I didn't mean to get into a big debate about the future of technology interfaces. All I meant to say is, iOS <laughs> 11, which isn't even out yet, has not killed laptops. <laughs> Thank you. I've had enough <laughs> blogs. My Quit it. Stop. I'm, I'm going to download the beta after because I, I, I <laughs> and then, and then I take never your MacBook and chuck it I out the window. Like... You don't need it anymore. It's done. They killed it, Colby. Just snap it in half and flush it down the toilet and call it a day because you got iOS 11 and That's you've got true. files and and multi pane nonsense. Yeah. So okay. Anyway, I mean, you're not wrong. What did you want to talk about, Dan? Speaking of things that are dead, let's talk about the Super Nintendo. Oh, the SNES. Were you, were you guys yeah. big SNES fans? That was my first video game console, and it's one of the ones I have the, the fondest memories oh. of. What was your favorite game, Dan? Uh, when I was a kid, my favorite game was the uh, Donkey Kong Country. Mm. Uh, that was a classic game. As I grew older, though, there are some really great games out for the Super Nintendo that I never played as a kid, and my favorite one of those is called Chrono Trigger. It's mm. an RPG game. Super good. Very really popular. strange game. I loved uh, Super Mario World. Also, Mario Paint, which was very yeah. under, which had a mouse, came with a little mouse. That's right. That was a weird one. You could paint. It was a, <laughs> it was a thrilling time uh, ahead of its time. Anyway, so much. we've talked on the show before about the mini NES, which came out, the NES Classic, which came out uh, last year. Well, Nintendo has revealed the sequel. It is the SNES Classic, the Super Nintendo Classic. It is another kind of mini version of the the old console. And if you're, I'm showing a picture here on the screen for the video viewers. Looks just like the old one in that in that classic gray and purple styling. Um, it will feature 21 games, including Super Mario World, Earthbound, Super Mario Kart, Legends of Zelda: A Link to the Past, Star Fox, and Star Fox 2. Um, Donkey Kong Country, uh, a whole bunch of others. It will launch on September 29th for $79.99. It will come with two controllers. The other, uh, the NES Classic only came with one. Um, and it will connect uh, via HDMI to your Fancy Dan TV. Um, yeah, Yoshi's Island, Super Punch-Out, Super Metroid, um, Kirby's Dream Course, Final Fantasy III, uh... No, uh, Dan, what was the game you said? Uh, Contra. Uh, no, not Contra. Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger. No Chrono Trigger. Nah, it's too bad. But I feel like these things are built for more like the short games that you don't really sit down and play for hours. Like mm -hmm. things you could sort of play for us a little bit and call it good. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about this. I'll try to buy one of these. I Like the NES one, I was like, well, whatever. But this sounds fun, and it's right in that sweet impulse buy range. Uh, oh, yeah, less than $100. I don't know, because <clears throat> if you remember, the NES was only 60 and this one's 80 
Yeah, which I totally get why they, they sold all the other ones. So why not jack up, you know, make as much money yeah. as you can. And this one, like I said, comes with two controllers. And with, if you remember, they had famously short cables on the controllers. Of the, these come with extra long cables. So <laughs> you'll be good. But, um, but gosh, 80 bucks, man. That's, that seems like a lot. 80 bucks to relive your childhood? I don't know. Priceless. I, like I hated my childhood. I don't want to go back. I'm an awesome adult. <laughs> oh. You made it out. I got steam. I don't need any of this nonsense. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. But you know, when the mini N64 comes out, they're going to sell so many of those. Mm, they're just working up to that. That's what they're doing. They're slowly, slowly ramping up. Oh my god! To what happens when they come out with the mini Switch? Well, no. See. Oh man, I'm thinking about the mini GameCube with a re-release of Smash, and now I'm getting really excited. Whoa, whoa, that would be great. Man. I did see somewhere. Of course, I'm never going to actually find where it says this, but I could have sworn I read somewhere that the um, that they were going to do not that they were going to allow you to load more games onto this than what they launched it with, but I might be talking out of my butt on that one. But anyway, there you go. Nintendo has promised that they will manufacture a lot more this time around um, and try to avoid the shortages like um, like last time. All right. Cool. Someone explain this uh, private Instagram thing to me. Yeah, I don't get it. Okay. Well, I know Instagram build Snapchat. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Also, today I clicked into someone's Instagram story and they had like more than 20 entries and i just x'd out of it that's like a, it was that's too a, far they that's went a, too far that's an instagram novel um yeah. no um <laughs> and actually interestingly i saw some stats today that and i don't know how they came some tracking company but what was it it was um 130 million snapchat stories to 250 million instagram stories over whatever length of time they were measuring. So certainly Instagram stories are popular. Instagram is testing a new feature they call favorites. Now you guys uh, might find a parallel between that and perhaps a Facebook group or a Snapchat group, but essentially it allows Mm -hmm. you to privately create sort of private sub networks within your Instagram to share photos with only select groups of people. It's called favorites. Um, It says... Um, in the past a list of your closest friends that you can edit at any time Uh, it's testing the feature among a small percentage of users today with an eye towards rolling it out more broadly in the coming months Um, when you create a regular post or a story post you'll see new options to share them to your favorites when you do the post will only be visible to the people on your list and is denoted by green favorites badge on the post your Instagram profile will also get a new favorites tab denoted by a star that contains all of the uh, posts you've shared to your favorites over time. No one gets notified when you add or remove them from the list. They'll know you're your favorite only when they see a green <laughs> favorites badge at the top of your posts. Oh, crap. Hang on. Alexa, turn on the computer. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, what? What? No, well, you can't tell. The monitors just turned back on. I don't know why. It, it always does in the middle of the show, but it never does it's it at the internet of things, Sean. That's because we just hit 11 o'clock, and it's like, all right, show's done. It's Maybe that's what Get it these is. these fools out of here. Oh, my God. I know why it's doing it. Dan, you solved it. 
I have a good instinct for when computers are doing stupid stuff. Dan, literally, no, like, no shit. This was the switch I was using for the patio lights in Houston, and they turned on <laughs> at 11 p.m. That's why it turns Oh, my. Thank you, Dan. Oh, man. I You're need welcome. to send you, like, an edible arrangement or something for that one. <laughs> Holy crap. I've never received an edible arrangement, so. And, and you won't. They're stupid expensive. Um, but I will thank you. So thank you for solving that. I kept wondering why I kept doing that. Problem solved. Anyway, okay, getting distracted. Um, yeah, so there you go. Favorites in Instagram, guys. Does this sound like something that interests you? No. Mm. To me, it sounds like a lot of work. Like, I Doesn't still haven't really gotten on the Instagram. Like, I'm better at Instagram than I was. Uh, and I'm. I used, like, the Instagram stories once. I'm better at Snapchat than I was, rather. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it is too much work. And, you know, it, remember, do you remember that old IM app that was called, like, Trillium or something? And it would connect to, like, all the different oh, chat yeah. apps. I think we need something like that again for social. Like, I have actions that I take. Like, on Sunday, I took a photo, and I was like, okay, there are places I want to send this photo. I want to send it to one of my group chats and text message. I want to post it on Instagram. I want to post it on, uh, uh, what was the other thing? Uh, Facebook. And, like, these actions I repeat all the time. Mm-hmm. But there's, I have to, like, okay, do share open the share page share it to instagram open the share page share it to facebook open the share page share it to this text message i should have to like just check out all my pre-configured like routes maybe that workflow app will let me well do they that. they do uh, dan i use that it's called ift and i when i post to instagram it automatically posts to twitter but i i want to do this on a per picture basis like some pictures are instagram pictures some pictures i send to like privately to friends sure. and like across texting and Facebook and WhatsApp and all these different things. Uh, but yeah, I know you can, like, if there's a good solution for, like, if you just want to mirror all of your Instagram posts to, mm-hmm. to Facebook or whatever. Doesn't Instagram have a bunch of stuff built in? Like, I know you yes. can post to Facebook at least. Yeah, and so that covers a lot of them, a lot of, like, the social networks, but it doesn't cover WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger and text messaging. Right. Dan, you got to build it. There's your million dollar be, idea. It would be so much dumb work. I don't want to build it. I want someone else to do it. <laughs> you would just want to use it. <laughs> yeah. All the not fun stuff about yeah. programming. <laughs> and specifically like doing OAuth to like <laughs> various social networks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to end many social networks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't um I, I don't want to do this on Instagram. Instagram is good for some things, not this. If I want to share something privately with with a select group or individuals, I'll do it on Snapchat. Mm. You know, I don't know. Again, it just seems like a hassle. I do I see that the Instagram like if I could use. I was just gonna say the Instagram stories get used for me more than the Instagram direct messages thing, which is oh like, nobody direct who direct messages on Instagram. I don't I've think got, I've ever received twice, one. But in, in years. But the stories get used really heavily, I've noticed. And I I want to open Instagram anyways, so I read Instagram stories more often than Snapchat stories. I definitely like Instagram better than Facebook at this point. Like, oh, I God, just, yeah. I just don't go on Facebook anymore. Facebook is, is 
the humanity's dumpster fire. Um, <laughs> I guess I, I go on Facebook to share the don't panic link. And that's, yeah. that's, that's when I, <laughs> I only, I only go on there to watch cute videos of dogs. Mm. And to I be fair, the algorithm the delivers videos them. anymore. Oh. I got. They're on to you. Yeah. Um, all right. We are, we're running out of time. Oh no. We, we've done like, yeah, we, we got to get to picks today. A story. I require it. So we can do one more story. All right. Before we go, we've got Tesla streaming music service. We've got Periscope Superhearts, VR 180, Airbnb well, we have to Select. We talk about the drone thing. Or we can talk about the drone thing. It's towers. in the title. <laughs> that's, that's true, Dan. Legally, we're required. Um, right. Amazon filed a patent on what they call, quote, multi level fulfillment centers for unmanned aerial vehicles. But really, the best way to describe it is with this picture, which I'll put up on screen here for the video viewers, which is like an like an egg where you store all your drones. Um, and there's a really neat picture of the sort of side view of this, which is essentially a multi-level warehouse. And on each level, the drones fly in and are handed the package or whatever um, on each level. So it could be you know 20 stories high or something. And then they all fly out from the different levels. And they come in and they fly out, kind of like trucks do it at a distribution center now, except they're uh, like drones. many leveled. Yeah. Yes, but I don't know why in the picture they had to make it, um, they had to make it look like a big egg. Like, that's kind of weird. Like, that's kind of terrifying. The other thing in the patent that they also described was something to handle drone noise. They suggest creating custom rotor designs on the drones that would chop through the air more quietly. These include adding trailing edge fringes, leading edge serrations, sound dampening treatments, and blade indentations for sound controls, which essentially is like putting tiny plant-like fronds on the rotor blades. And there's another (laughs) picture in this article as well I'll put up. Uh, That's also kind of terrifying. (laughs) Uh, Pen drawings. Yeah, there's no guarantee they'll ever do it. But um, but they they are certainly patenting it. What do we uh, what do we? think of this i'm excited for the little uh fins on the on the rotor blades i think yeah we got some real sci-fi stuff happening now indeed i think it's cool i mean i think if you're gonna do it that's kind of the way you have to do it right i mean there yeah you can't kind of use a normal big flat warehouse so i mean it's not it's not like the biggest logical leap in the world I think uh, I was talking with a friend about uh, self-driving cars and they were really against it, but we both agreed that we thought um, that the long-distance trucking cars could do, like, uh, they would have limited routes uh, and the and the roads that they're on would be pretty stable. They'd pull off into, like, a pre-programmed little neighborhood, go to the shipping center, pull mm-hmm. into one of these, the drone picks up your packages, deliver at the last mile, suddenly you have, like, no human intervention uh Package shipping across like uh, a country, uh, be pretty cool. That's true. I like it. Someday. Someday. Someday, but not today because today we're out of time, and we're gonna move. Oh, I'm so. I can. Can we please just for me? I, I very okay. rarely push for stories. Yeah. But I really want to talk about Super Hearts for Periscope because it's the stupidest okay. fucking thing I've ever heard of in my life. Did you guys read this all right, at all? What's so dumb about it, Sean? All right. Let me explain this to you, Dan. All right. You're familiar with the live streaming app, streaming app Periscope, correct? Owned yeah. by Twitter. Okay. And you know in there you tap the button and you give hearts to people if you like what they're live streaming, right? 
Yep. Well, Periscope has created a thing called Super Hearts. Here's how it works. Tell me if you can follow this, all right? Okay. First, you buy Periscope coins. Sure. It's like you can, Zanga. For 99 cents, you get 1,050 coins. Up okay. to 132,650 coins for $100. And in ranges in between. 132,650. For 100 bucks, okay? okay. You use two, those kind of Periscope coins to buy Super Hearts. Of which yeah. there are three kinds. A basic super heart costs 33 coins. A regular super heart costs 66 coins. And a deluxe oh, super heart... 99 coins? 111 coins. Bro, come on! Very expensive. Uh, that God, would make, I hate everything about this. For Put it this way, because uh, if you do the math, 99 cents will buy you about 30 basic super hearts. Okay, uh-huh. and you give those hearts, your, either your your basic super heart, regular super heart, or deluxe super heart, to a periscoper you like. You hit the heart button, it gives them hearts, right? Are you with me so far, Dan? Yeah. Now, do you know what happens when you give somebody a heart? They get a portion of that money. No, that would be too easy. No, instead they get stars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, and the way it works is if someone gives you ten super hearts that they spent 330 coins on, you then get 330 stars. So it's not about the number of hearts, it's about how many coins they spent to get the hearts, and you get the coin equivalent as stars. Mm -hmm. Then, once you get about 185,000 stars, which, which would be about $175, you cash them out, and actually get paid a maximum of once a month. Of course, Periscope uh, takes 30%, and Apple and or Google takes another 30%. Huh? Wow. I mean, it's so easy, Dan. It's so easy. And it, I yeah. don't know why. it Coins to hearts, either basic, regular, or deluxe, the hearts turn into stars based on the coin equivalent, and then you cash out the stars back into cash. Yeah, this is almost something that makes sense because it is a way of supporting people who make content on Periscope, and I think that's good. Yeah. I think Twitch has seen a lot of success with this model, but yeah, there's that one extra level of interaction that doesn't make any sense at all. This is such a Silicon Valley type, just like, this has to be a parody. There's no way this is legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I, I agree with you. I like the idea of it. I just think like for anyone to ever understand this is insane yeah so anyway i want to talk about that because it made me laugh (laughs) um because it's dumb all right picks picks yeah we do this every week on the show we bring in stuff we like and we talk about it sometimes they're about technology and sometimes they're not at all um i'm gonna jump in and go first because uh i'm more excited about your picks than i am mine but mine's pretty good too um and of course it's not technology i don't even know the last time i picked an actual tech pick so don't judge me but um new netflix show for you get psyched glow have you guys heard about this no this is this is the new netflix hotness this is their new hot thing a glow gorgeous ladies of wrestling are you familiar with the concept oh i watched uh a very strange documentary about this yeah so this was a real thing back in the 80s which was essentially back when wrestling was wrestling you know before it got like it is today (laughs) um and they introduced gorgeous ladies of wrestling which was a women's version of wrestling this is the fictionalized loosely based on a real life story of the start of gorgeous ladies of wrestling 
It stars um, Mark Marin, who normally I hate, but I think he's pretty good in this. Um, it stars Allison Brie, who why she doesn't have a shelf of Oscars yet. She's like, I fucking love her. She's great. Um, and she's wonderful in this. And it's by the same people who did Orange is the New Black. And if you like that show, this show only borrows the good parts of Only is Orange is the New Black and none of the shitty parts. It's 10 half-hour episodes, so it's very easy to get through. And I'm almost done, and I have absolutely enjoyed every second of it. It's very good. It's very 80s, and they the music is really great. They even do, like, an 80s training montage. It's kind of fantastic. So, um, I recommend... It's easy to try. It's half an hour. And the pilot's pretty good, too. So, um, I think you'll... You'll enjoy it. Glow. It's streaming now on Netflix. Um, something, something new to watch. I've, I've binged through almost the whole thing in like a day. So, I wrote down to come back to why you hate Mark Maron in a future episode. I can, I can tell you very quickly. No, I just no, don't. No, there's no, no, no reason. No, 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 no. I just don't the, like it. The, okay, we'll, we'll get into it next time. But what's weird is you'll watch Glow and you'll be like, but he plays a Mark Maron type in the show. He's basically Mark Maron in the show, so I don't know why I like him in that, but not in reality. But yes, Dan, we can come back to that. We'll, we'll, we'll come back. We'll come back to that. Um, let's see. Dan, what do you have for us here? I see some podcastery yeah. going on. Yeah, another podcast. I know I know. Colby, you know, poor Colby, all his podcasts. Mm. We, we ask a lot of them. Uh, but I'm going to ask I'm going to ask him once more. So the last podcast I picked, I'm pretty sure it was due by Friday. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I listened to due by Friday before we came on the show tonight. Oh, it was a good nice. one. Like, now I got to nice. watch yeah. the bachelorette. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never watched any of the bachelorette. Wow. I, in the past also, I did a little bit, but I've also seen the show unreal or whatever that they were. That talking show's about. good. Crazy. <clears throat> so if you like due by Friday, uh, our friend of the show, Greg Guida, had been telling me for years to listen to this podcast called Roderick on the Line, where Merlin Mann, one of the hosts of Do By Friday, calls his friend John Roderick, who's a bass player in this band. And, uh, you know, that's sort of the premise. And for years, I was like, and Greg would always tell me, like, Dan, you have to start from the beginning. There's so many inside jokes. And I was like, oh, that sounds like so much work. Like, I just don't want to. So I put it off for years. But, you know, I've had a lot of time in my life recently, so I, I picked it up. I started listening, and it it is it has a lot of the kind of comedy of Do By Friday, like really smart, really fast uh, comedy bits, but also, like, some actual life lessons. This John Roderick guy has done some stuff in his life. I will <laughs> allow me to brief First of all, he's a musician, uh, he got his pilot's license at the age of 17. He grew up in Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, he was a train hobo. He uh, traveled across Europe with no money. Uh, he tried to hitchhike his way across the Sahara Desert to go to Mount Kilimanjaro. He's done all of these things. And in throughout these episodes of this podcast, he drops these little life lessons on you. And he's like... They almost sound like uh, some scene from a movie because he's such a good storyteller and speaker. But he talks about, and I listened to this part while I was in West Virginia. He talks about playing a gig in West Virginia. And he's like, you know, this guy from Alaska, he's trying to fit in. He starts using, like, the slang. He starts affecting his tone. 
And this guy comes up to him and goes, you got to stop doing that because people are going to think you're an asshole. Uh, and, you know, if you just be yourself, uh, even if you sound like you're different, people will respect you for your differences. Uh, so he was like, ever since then, I've never tried to fit in anywhere. And I was like, wow. Well, like all you like it's so it's funny it's like you kind of feel like you're sitting down like next to your really cool uncle who's like telling you how to live your life and what what to not do the, the, there's another part of an episode where he describes uh he was trying to be a street hobo before he became a train hobo and uh a, a fellow street hobo asked him to open a pack of cigarettes but he'd never done it before and how badly he screwed that up uh, at the age of 18. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, so street hobo with a pilot's license. Uh, anyways, Broderick on the line. Start from the beginning. Because there are there are lots of callbacks in every episode. Mm-hmm. Here's it doesn't you don't have to like you don't have to binge it. Just just go sequentially. Just start episode one. You can wait a couple weeks. You'll remember the things that are memorable. The you'll remember. Wait, so I should start at the beginning? Started you know, there, there are 250 episodes. Yes, and like I don't have any expectation of finishing. Like maybe I'll finish someday. Maybe I won't <laughs> someday. Because it's here's, I, I'm going to take a lot of time here. But I find that podcasts for me fall in a couple different categories. They're podcasts that are like topical, and I kind of want to listen to them as soon as they come out because they're only relevant for like that time mm-hmm. there are true. podcasts true. that like depending on the episode maybe it's an interview podcast maybe it's like a you know a round table thing in different topics I'll, I'll pick and choose which ones i listen to and then there are podcasts that aren't either of those they're sort of like evergreen stories s town and serial do by friday is you know i guess actually do by friday is probably more topical than than not a lot of times mm-hmm. Roderick on the line has it contains no I have listened to 30 episodes no references I have not been able to tell that this was like recorded in 2011 no references to politics or like the things that are happening uh so you can just like listen it's one of those things where like when I was waiting in the airport for 12 hours it's like eight episodes of Roderick on the line because like they're super entertaining they're engaging uh they're great. There are also things that I'll listen to, like, oh, I'll put this on while I clean the dishes, while I make dinner, because I don't really want to listen. But in Roderick on the Line, you want to hang on every word that's being said. So if you have room for a podcast of that type in your life, which I would argue everyone should, because there's no time pressure, take your time, uh, give it a shot. I, I just, right. I there we go, it's downloading right now, so I, there we go. I, I just subscribed. Yeah, I'll give it. You, you did so, Dan. You did so good with Dubai Friday that you get a lot of leeway for me in recommendations. I'll, I, you get a lot of me trying I, stuff, and you get you get I've some more also, relevant I, in your life. Mm, yeah, need more of that. I've also heard Greg recommend it, so I, I, I guess, I guess if the two of you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very cool. All right, thank you uh, for Roderick on the line, Colby. What do you have for us? Uh, so. My thing is a practical thing, I guess, for people who manage websites. Um, we are having some things happening where the Don't Panic site would go down or like not be available. It still happens sometimes, but now we know it's happening. 
Um, and, and like Sean would go in Slack and be like, hey, guys, did you know that the don't panic site is down? And we would be like, no, we don't know that. <laughs> we had no idea. Uh, so I signed up for this this service called Pingdom. That literally all it does is check whether or not your website is up for, uh, I don't know. You can set, change the interval. I have it set at five minutes because I didn't want to like, uh, go blow through our database, uh, database usage limits. Um, but the default is every minute it checks and see, to see if your website is up. It has all nice graphs and, and we connected it to our Slack. So it, if, if the website goes down, it posts in Slack. More importantly, if the RSS feed goes down, it posts in Slack. Um, and it's super interesting. And so far, I think it's it's been pretty useful. Uh, so, yeah, that's my pick. If, if you have need of that sort of thing, mm-hmm. I think my my it tells me I have one day left of my free trial, but I'm probably going to pay for it. It was like... 70 bucks for i don't know it's like ten dollars a month or something like that for the the entry level thing or like less if you pay up front or something i don't remember but that's what i'm gonna do because it was less than a hundred dollars and that's impulse we should set up some sort of like cost sharing mechanism for for the cost we incur at this show get your uh, little uh, trip uh biller split wise going Mm, yeah yeah we should we should have like a i don't know like a graph like like we just shine make us a spreadsheet or something of like don't don't <laughs> panic maybe maybe it's better if we don't know how much we spent on the show versus you guys how much. all i know is when january for some reason everything renews in january and i look at my credit card statement i'm like there's no way this stuff why am i where's my money going <laughs> um uh. but you know as soon as we start selling ads guys it's all gonna pay for itself so this is it's just yeah, it's just you gotta spend money to make money that's so they say so so they say um all right well that's it we are absolutely unequivocally not only out of time but over time so we're gonna wrap it up here thanks everybody for joining us on this fantastic don't panic we appreciate it um our show go to the website it's up most of the time at don'tpanic.io. Um, it's very nice these guys built it and you should check it out there we got the audio the video you can hit the little toggle get both um, of course, all of our picks are listed there every week and information on how to subscribe. We're on all the major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, uh, Music, Overcast, Pocket Cast, all the apps, RSS, it's all there. Um, you can also c- connect with us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Don't Panic Show, where we do the show live Monday nights at, let's be honest, about 10, 15 p.m. Eastern. Um you can check it out there. You can also email us, uh, don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. And lastly, the phone number, 508-644-8324, where you can leave us a voicemail or call us live during the show. We will be back. Uh, guys, will we be back next Monday? Mm, maybe. I am mm, I feel like I'll be here. I can so be. Far, so far, I'll be in my apartment, but it's okay. it's unclear. Unclear. I will not be in my apartment. Um. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I can't be on the show. There might be a show next week, but if not, there'll definitely be one the week after. So join us at some point in the future for more tech news. Uh, On behalf of Colby and Dan, this is Sean thanking you, as always, for joining us and hoping we'll see you next time for more tech news and fun times here on Don't Panic.